Hi, and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. If you are a survivor, a caregiver, a researcher, a support group leader, or a local business helping the stroke and brain injury community, Stroke Focus is offering a number of exciting programs. Get details at the end of this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, a part of Stroke Focus. Today, I'm here with Tracy. She is going to talk about September being Brain Aneurysm Awareness Month. And she's going to tell us a little bit about herself and why this is a passion of hers to let everyone know about this. I do know that Tracy had a, as we call it, burst of insight as a brain aneurysm warrior. And she will discuss her experience as well as her passion for brain aneurysm awareness in a series of podcasts. So welcome, Tracy. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Cam. Thanks for having me. Just a quick little background for everyone. You had a brain aneurysm, correct? I did, and I am 1 in 50 times 3. And essentially what that means is that I had a rupture, and as a result of that rupture, I discovered I had two other aneurysms. So within a two-month time period, I had multiple surgeries. So I, I experienced what it's like to have a ruptured aneurysm as well as unruptured aneurysms. And I and I did not know I had either. When did this happen? On November 13, 2016, was a Sunday morning. I was actually getting ready to travel for a business trip. I felt this wish behind my ears. And all of a sudden, I felt hot. My entire head felt like it was on fire. My neck was on fire all the way down to my fingertips, down my spine, down my legs, to the soles of my feet. I felt like I was burning up. I also had a headache, which I never have headaches, and I couldn't move my head. I also had blurred vision. I knew that something was wrong. I knew that this was a medical emergency. You said you were going on a business trip. What profession were you in at that time? I am in healthcare. I'm actually um, a licensed pharmacist, but at the time I was going to use those skills with an insurance company. Were you able to go back to your profession? To a certain degree, but not at the level prior to the occurrence. So September is Brain Aneurysm Awareness Month. What is a brain aneurysm? A brain aneurysm has multiple names. It's also referred to as a cerebral aneurysm or intracranial aneurysm is a weak spot in the wall of a brain artery, very much like a balloon on the side of an inner tube in a bike, okay? And over time, blood flows through our arteries in the brain and it pounds against this particular thin spot in the wall of arteries and the aneurysm starts to form silently just from wear and tear on the arteries. So we don't usually know that these are occurring. And as the wall gradually becomes thinner and thinner and this balloon is projecting and blood is flowing through it, over time, it can rupture or burst. And this allows the blood to escape into the space around the brain. So where we normally have spinal fluid 
between our skull bone and the brain. In this case, we have spinal fluid as well as blood pressing against the brain. How many people does this affect? Do you know the statistics about brain aneurysms? Yes, I do. Like I mentioned before, I'm 1 in 50. So 1 in 50 people in America have a brain aneurysm, an unruptured one, and they don't even realize it. And I mentioned that I was 1 in 50 times 3 because I actually had 3, and I didn't know that I had them. So that means about roughly 6 million people in the United States have unruptured brain aneurysms. They're more likely to rupture in women than in men by a 3 to 2 ratio. They're actually more likely to rupture in African-Americans than Caucasians in a ratio of 2 to 1, and Hispanics to Caucasians 1.67 to 1. Of those who survive, and I happen to be one of those, and I'm glad to celebrate that, 66% of those people suffer some type of permanent neurological deficit or some physical challenges or some neurological challenges, which means about 40% of people who experience a rupture die. Wow. Are there risk factors other than race that people should look at? Yes, there are risk factors. And the information I'm provided is based on the Brain Aneurysm Foundation. And then there have been published articles about this in the scientific medical journals. Researchers and doctors believe that things that contribute to the formation of brain aneurysm are smoking, high blood pressure, which we also call hypertension, a family history of brain aneurysms, being over the age of 40, gender. Women are three times more likely than men to have an incidence of aneurysms. Also, drug use, particularly Stimulants such as or cocaine is one, and also traumatic head injuries. Other risk factors include certain diseases, and again, these are risk factors. Marfan syndrome, polycystic kidney disease, those are two disorders. And also there's something called AVM, or the presence of arterial venous malformations, and these are abnormalities in the blood vasculature of the brain. So are there warning signs or symptoms maybe before this happens that people might want to be aware of also? Yes, and I'm going to break it down into two groups. There's the unruptured brain aneurysm, and then there's the ruptured brain aneurysm, okay? If someone has an unruptured brain aneurysm, usually they don't know. It's it's something that may be found. There's someone in support group that was going to have surgery, and she had to have some radiology imaging done, and they happened to notice that she had a brain aneurysm. And, of course, it was unruptured, and she didn't have the experiences that I had. So if it's an unruptured brain aneurysm, a localized headache that's kind of like not like any other headache, and it's difficult to describe, but people know it. <laughs> you know that it's something different from a uh, sinus headache, or the like. And again, I'm not a neurosurgeon or a neurologist, but just based on my experience. People often have dilated pupils, blurred vision or double vision, pain behind or above the eye. They may have experienced some weakness or numbness or even difficulty speaking. Now, if it's a ruptured brain aneurysm, which we're going to term a hemorrhagic stroke, in that case, the aneurysm has actually burst and blood has 
and blood is seeping between the brain and and the skull, in that case, you're going to have a sudden headache, which is what I described. And some people refer to it as the worst headache of life. Loss of consciousness, nausea and vomiting, a stiff neck. They may experience blurred or double vision. Some people have pain above the eye or behind the eye or have difficulty seeing. Also trouble walking or dizziness, sudden weakness, and numbness. And again, most of these things are sudden. It's not something that's kind of dragged on. It's all of a sudden because, again, blood is supposed to be in the blood vessels, not outside of the blood vessels. Okay. Sensitivity to light or sound. Someone may have a seizure. There's so many different signs and symptoms, but these are some that you definitely need to seek medical attention immediately. One of my questions is, who are some people that we might know, maybe celebrities or, or somebody who's more in the limelight, that may have experienced a brain aneurysm? One person to mind is former Vice President Joe Biden. Um, he actually experienced two brain aneurysms um, back in the 1980s. The musical maestro Quincy Jones has had a brain aneurysm and is alive and has is thriving. A chef from the Chew, Mario Batali, had an aneurysm while working in one of his restaurants. Sharon Stone, the actress, she's even talked about her experience on an Oprah Masterclass. Also, Sharon Epperson, uh, we currently see her on CNBC. She's a personal financial co- correspondent. She's mm-hmm. had one, and there are advertisements online with Whoopi Goldberg. Her brother actually passed away from a brain aneurysm. And the people I've discussed before, Whoopi, are people that have actually survived and are thriving. Also, Tommy Harris is a former NFL player. And he talks about his wife passing away from a brain aneurysm, and they'd only been married for 41 days. Oh, my. Well, so some of those people I'd known had had a stroke. I didn't know that they were actually a brain aneurysm. So if we wanted to find out more information about brain aneurysms, I have some information like the Brain Aneurysm Foundation, the B Foundation, the Joe. Joe Necro. It was a baseball. And then the Lisa Colagrosi Foundation, and, of course, as always, the American Stroke Association. Those are all good places to look. And also probably your local in-person stroke support group, um, which you are part of, uh, I believe it's the Young Stroke Survivors. Yes. I also participate in a monthly um, support group through the Brain Aneurysm Foundation, through a neurosurgery center. Actually, in those cases, it's very helpful because these are survivors or thrivers, and they talk about their experiences. So you don't have to feel like you're alone. I will mention for me that of the risk factors, I am a woman and over the age of 40. I did not have high blood pressure. I didn't have any of the other risk factors. And so I'm, I'm one of the younger thrivers in the group, and... I'm very fortunate because most of the people in my group have experienced some type of physical challenges from their brain aneurysm rupture. I'm glad you brought that up because being a younger survivor of anything is stroke, brain aneurysm. It's hard. Right. 
I like to say when people ask me, well, Tracy, how are you? And I really mean this when I say it. I say, I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. People will say, well, if I didn't know any better, I would have never known that you had any problems or you'd had an aneurysm. And I say, I'm grateful that the miracle is my scars are invisible. Mm -hmm. So to the naked eye, I do look as if everything is fine, but it's been a two-year recovery for me. And I don't know if I mentioned before, but on the day that I had the brain aneurysm rupture, the neurosurgeon did some testing, and he says, well, do you want the good news or the bad news? I said, well, the good news is that I'm here and I'm able to talk with you, and I know that what I've experienced is something that from people that I've known haven't survived. So the fact that I can talk with you about this is the good news. And he says, well, yeah, you had a pretty a pretty severe brain aneurysm rupture, but I also want to tell you you have two more. And so I said, okay, have they burst? He says, no, they haven't ruptured. And my response was, okay, well, can you fix them? And he says, yeah, but not right now. And I said, well, how soon can you fix them? I have nothing but time on my hands. So um, he's like, well, you've got quite a bit of blood in places where it shouldn't be right now. So we have to clear that up and then we'll be able to take care of the other two. So um, I like to say I have multiple birthdays. My first birthday is November 7th. That's the day in which I was born. November 13th is my next birthday. Um, and that I had what I call my burst of insight, having had the brain aneurysm rupture. November 23rd of 2016, the day before Thanksgiving, is the day that I had surgery for the aneurysm that actually ruptured. And then January 27th, 2017, is the day that I had my surgery for my two unruptured. And I was able, during that time of anxiety, just stay calm and know that everything's going to be okay. And they were able to actually repair those. So I, to date, I don't have any um, aneurysms, but I do have the experience and the memories of it. You know, I, I also want to mention that a positive attitude always helps. You know, I always say a different saying, but you know, I'm happy to be on this side of the dirt. You know, when people say, you know, how are you? You know, I could go into a litany of, well, today I'm in pain. You know, it's, but, you know, I woke up, you know, whatever. But, yeah, that I woke up and I'm on this side of the dirt, and so it's a good day. Absolutely. Uh So, Tracy, I know our time is short here. Is there anything else you want to tell our listeners today? Yeah, so first, thanks for having me uh, on your podcast. I want to say that I am very much aware that I am one of the lucky ones. There are people that collapsed and passed away and discovered that the cause of death was a brain aneurysm rupture. So um, I don't take that lightly, and I am very passionate about brain aneurysm awareness I do talk with people that actually have an unruptured and kind of tell them what to expect because I've had both things to kind of expect. There is a recovery period. There is life after a rupture. For diff- Everybody's not the same. And as for a rupture, you can recover. Again, every rupture is different. There are different parts of the brain um, that may be affected. Um, but you can have hope. 
And I think that that has also helped me in, in my recovery. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I want to say is that if you have a headache and it doesn't seem right, it's better to go check it out and make sure that it's nothing than saying, oh, it's nothing and it is something to this degree. Absolutely. Thank you, Tracy, for being with us today. I hope you come back and we can talk more about brain aneurysm and brain aneurysm awareness and maybe more in depth. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, I hope you got something out of this. And thank you to Tracy, to the Young Stroke Survivors. We'll see you on the radio next time. Thanks, Kim. I'll be back. This podcast was brought to you by Young Stroke. Champion, participate, and educate. Young Stroke is a real force uniting stroke survivors, caregivers, researchers, and businesses around the world to change today's stroke care.